0: We are the Love Jays, and you're listening to Married Millennials.
1: A conversation about being young, in love, and navigating life one student loan payment at a time. I'm Joy. I'm Justin. Let's get to
0: it. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to episode 43 of Married Millennials.
1: It is my birthday week.
0: I know. Yes.
1: It's my birthday week. Intense.
0: 28. How do you feel about that? Deuce
1: 8. I feel good. If I'm graduating the young 20s. I'm, I'm leaving that, that I felt time that way behind. about
0: 27, though.
1: See, 27, like. I just felt like it was a dud. It's <laughs> just that random tweener year. But like 28 now, it's like, okay, you're
0: two literally years.
1: two years till 30. The following year, you would be 29. It's the last year of your 20s. So I feel like I'm, when you turn 28, like, you really – Enter adulthood. People look at you like, okay, you are a certified adult. I think getting married kind of helps with that. Right. When you become a parent, it kind of helps with that. But still, when you even if you are married or have kids, like, oh, you're 24 years old. Like you're still young. I think when you get to 28, it starts turning that corner. So I'm excited to turn that corner.
0: I feel like 27 is still cute. I think that's why I like it. 27 is like 24. It's just like, okay, like you're in there, but you're not too far either way. That's what I said. It's 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 that stuck
1: age. It just doesn't make sense. It's like, okay, you're not quite in the (laughs) the late 20s, but maybe you are, but you're not a kid. So it's a a nice little balance. But yeah, 28, I'm excited. Have no plans at all. And I I have
0: planned nothing. (laughs) Which
1: which I appreciate. I had a friend. Text me saying, hey, what's the plan for your birthday? I said, I have not thought about it for one second. I was like, I'm going to go to work, and I'm going to come home, and that'll be my day. <laughs> like, I don't really have anything special planned. We are going to a theater show on the 1st, mm-hmm. so the day before my birthday. So that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. We get to support a friend. Shout out to you, TJ. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. She is touring, and they'll be at the Pantages Theater in the next two weeks, so we're gonna go check their show out, which will be fun and exciting. And then, aside from that, like I don't know, maybe I'll do something on Saturday or Friday.
0: We'll hang out, like we'll like,
1: Super Bowls on Sunday. So oh I, yeah. So I get to see my people for the Super Bowl because there's gonna be some kind of plans where I might be with my parents or I might be with some friends. So I'll be able to get an experience that that time and it's also my father's birthday yeah shout out to the Aquariuses. happy mom's early birthday, birthday this
0: month, like you guys are all capricorn slash aquariuses and then your sisters there's one capricorn <laughs> oh, yeah. in
1: all Aquariuses. don't say like you guys are uh, well all but capricorn. your sister's all uh, also yeah. yeah she's on the island by okay. herself leo but the rest of us are those dope Aquariuses. that's why she ever meet us just like oh that family fly. but
0: my brother is an aquarius and then my mom's a leo and then my dad and i are virgos so it's our families are opposite
1: but they're all close yeah I love it. We're the cool ones. I
0: really love it. And also, speaking of age, my 10-year reunion, and yours too, is this year. But I got an invitation for it uh, this weekend, and that was strange.
1: And then Joy looks me in the face and says, oh, you have to go. You have to what? go. Like I, I mean, why do I have to go?
0: You have to go, and also here's. And I know some people from my high school listen to this show, but there are people whose names you just you can't remember. Like you didn't befriend them on Facebook, and you know their face, and you're like, "Oh my gosh, what is your name? I kn- I know that I knew you," and that's where the hubby comes in. You go and you shake your hand. Hi, I'm Justin. They go, oh, "Hi, I'm Henry." Like here's the you thing: know?
1: if you forgot someone's name that you went to high school with. A you guys weren't friends. B you stopped you haven't spoke since high school. And see who cares? It's like, oh, it's been ten years. Remind me your name. That's right. Rude.
0: like if somebody comes up to you and they're like, oh my gosh, Justin, it's so good to see you. Blah 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 blah. blah. And you're like, what's your name? You're a jerk. You <laughs> gotta.
1: You find a way to just not mention their name. It's like, man, it's but so good to see you. But
0: you're my way to remember. No,
1: I don't want to be that guy.
0: <laughs> you have to. No, I don't. I I'm literally. Not, I don't, don't even believe. Get. I don't even
1: think spouses go to these things.
0: Yes, they do. What are you talking about?
1: Look, I granted, I have never been to a reunion. <laughs> Yeah. So I don't know.
0: You have to go. I don't know. I care. feel like at the 20-year reunion,
1: that's when that happens. Yeah, I don't, don't know 10? if I'm
0: going. I, I, I haven't decided if I'm for sure. You really.
1: haven't decided that you were going, but as soon as you mentioned your invitation, you immediately said that I was going.
0: Yeah, if I go, you are going.
1: You, you see how these instructions, these commands, I don't like it. Executive orders on my life, I'm not I'm not <laughs> a fan of it. Ugh. Yeah, not a fan of those executive orders. We'll talk about that in a second. But I, I'm just, I don't, I don't like it. I'll decide for myself. Whether or not I'm going.
0: Ugh, you're going. He's delusional. I mean, if you had yours, I would go. Would you expect me to sit at home for yours?
1: I had didn't even think about inviting you. I didn't, <laughs> really? No. I didn't think it was <laughs> one of those things where spouses came but to. But
0: you also went to all boys' school. Like, your idea of high school. I it's think a
1: tri-school is... reunion.
0: Oh, because of the, your sister. Yeah, school? Yeah, we had and... two
1: sister schools.
0: Oh, okay. So it's not
1: just our actual high school.
0: Yeah, but you bring your spouse. Like, you show how much you've, like, like this is my life now. Facebook right find me on facebook cuz that's the other and thing then you about it i do a friend it. request I and like, I may not accept it is it, it just like bragging rights like do you just go and be like i'm doing great like i, I don't no, know i that's think you just
1: go to see people it's not a right you're but doing i great. question
0: how genuine it is like are people really going for the right reasons like are you going to reconnect are you going to say how are you going to judge people
1: both the, that's what people i don't do. want to judge people i what really I'm, just be that's like that's what hey. people do you're trying to sit here and say oh what is the point there's no point the point of a reunion is to see people you haven't seen in 10 years like you're trying to get but then into it's like you're Facebook. trying to get in this deep sociological <laughs> conversation, psychological conversation. Like, oh, you know, what is it? Like, stop. You're thinking way too damn hard about a damn 10 year high school reunion. You go to see people you ain't seen. You reunite. That's what you're going. Reunite. Reunion makes sense. It's not that deep.
0: I'm staring him down just in case you guys can't see me giving him the crazy eye.
1: So, it, you're being so extra and ridiculous when it comes to this reunion. Stop overthinking
0: it. Well, I just i you know I need to make an informed decision. <laughs> it's not even really informed. I'm just thinking about it. It's new to me. I'm excited, but then I'm like, am I really excited? I don't know. Whatever, dude. When you get your invitation, you'll see.
1: I'm sure I may have gotten it and had disposed of it. I'm sure I'll get an email <laughs> or Facebook. They'll create an event. Something. Yeah. I'll find out.
0: You're a jerk pants. <laughs> Grumpy this morning. I'm not grumpy this morning. Yeah, I'm just you are. I'm
1: just tired. I've had a very <laughs> long weekend. Just got back from Arizona. And every time I travel for work, I don't sleep because it's a bunch of guys. And I run basketball camps and tournaments across the West Coast. And when you go on these trips, it's it's a nice little getaway. We stay up way too late and we have to be up way too early. Mm-hmm. So I believe on Friday night, I got a combined five hours of sleep, Maybe. And then Saturday night, I may have got five hours, maybe. And then last night, I just super KO'd. My body's just tired.
0: Yeah, because so you're I'm, getting I, old.
1: You're about to be 28. No, I'm not getting <laughs> old. I, it's just a lack of sleep. Yeah. But, I, I, but,
0: it, but think about it. Back in the day, you used to be able to survive off of that.
1: Yeah, the struggle is becoming really real. And I didn't even drink when we went out Saturday night. I was at the bar just drinking club soda. I was like, <laughs> nope, I cannot do this. I mean, I did have a few beers. We went to a basketball game. Beforehand, but that was like at eight. Mm-hmm. I was like, "How am I feeling <laughs> like this at 11?" Ele- it was just a, a struggle, but it's fun. You know, it's always fun. We have to get, a ta- get out of town and work with young kids and and see them develop. It's enjoyable, and you know, I love Scottsdale. That's where I had my bachelor party. Scottsdale, the turn up. If you guys have never been to Scottsdale, it's literally like Newport Beach meets Las Vegas. Like combine those two, and that's how I can best describe it's Scottsdale. Very
0: interesting.
1: Yeah, you have the the chill, relax. Vibe of Newport, but then you also have like just the turn up party fun of Las Vegas minus the gambling, of course. And you just come together. Like it cracks. Old Town Scottsdale cracks.
0: Yeah, you love it. You always talk about. Yeah, it's,
1: it's good. I I, you know, I feel like I've been out more in Scottsdale than I've have in Los Angeles. Like <laughs> that's so ridiculous. Yeah,
0: cuz you definitely go out every time you go out. There. Every time. Yeah. And
1: I just don't go out here. My boy that's said <laughs> my boy said that. He like, "I'm not going out on this trip." I was like, "Come on, man. We're all here." He's like, "You don't go out at home." I was like, "What? Well, you know, that's a that's a Touché. Very good point. You are right. I don't. I'll get better though. Now that my best friends back in town, we still haven't gone out yet, and now he's working. <laughs> but maybe one day. We did go bowling though that one time. That one Friday night. Oh. You know, bowling it wasn't yeah. a club. So I guess I really haven't gone out. Couldn't tell you the last time when, but hey, it's overrated and I get to save my money.
0: I just, I like staying into another level. Like when you were gone this weekend, I, my plan was from Friday to Sunday to not see anyone, not talk to anyone and sit in the house. Like that was my plan and that it didn't work out that way, but I'm glad it didn't because I was able to catch up with a few friends and my parents and, but I did uh, get to watch 24.
1: Jack Bauer, that dude. For the
0: first time, I, I you know I've just never seen it, and everyone is like 24, 24, 24, 24, and my dad was like, "You gotta watch it." So we're, <laughs> we're we're exchanging shows to watch. He watched Travelers, and then he read Dark Matter. I love that book. Read Dark Matter, everybody. Um, it's very sci-fi. If you're into sci-fi, I was read just gonna Dark say Matter. what kind of book is that? Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, is it a sci-fi? Because it would yeah. not be on my good Goodreads right. list.
0: So now I'm watching 24, and I told. Justin and my father, this, my the, I like and hate the same thing about it. I love that it's in real time. It's one hour, and you're witnessing that one hour. But I hate that it's in real time, and you're only witnessing one hour at a time, because I can't watch it fast enough. So I'm only 10 episodes in, and that's 10 hours. But I'm like, but there's 24 of them. Any other show, you've gotten a lot further, right? Yeah, and you never
1: piece together holes yeah. and try to create and like, I can't no, do that they like, only give you a specific part mm-hmm. of the story and you, so you have to watch that's mm-hmm. the great thing about 24
0: yeah and you can't. You have to actively watch it like you cannot passively turn like turn it on and okay I'm going to clean up and fold some laundry like you really have to pay attention so. I can't
1: watch TV like that Joy's really good about it. I'm just going to put TV on and then just sit there and do errands fold clothes. Like, I can't do that I remember one time we had the TV <laughs> on. We were packing. I was folding. Was that packing or folding? We were packing clothes? for Hawaii. Okay, we were you packing. Just and she turns the show on and I'm just sitting there watching it. She's like, How do you. How do you, you just stopped what you were doing and watching it? I don't know how to do that. It goes back. Multitasking, I have always said, I am not good at it. It is, And there's a lot of scientific research that says multitasking is bad for your brain. So I don't care that I'm not, that I'm bad at it. But I I, I don't know how to do it. I know, but
0: sometimes when when you have ADHD, you have to, like, override it, right? Because I can't focus on just one task often. So if I do two things, I can bounce back and forth and get something done. Whereas if I try to focus on the one task, it's not going to happen.
1: That's fair. I'm just not. I'm not good at that. I just yeah. like to focus my attention. on I, one thing. I would love, and if then I could get, just focus and then on I get thing. yelled at when I'm doing something. And Joy's trying to have a conversation with me. Says you're not listening. <laughs> I can't. It's like I'm. I'm clearly doing something. It was, if there's ever something important. it's like, babe, can you stop what you're doing just for a few minutes? I want to explain something. Okay, great. It's like I got. I got the warning statement, or I can come back and say, just give me a couple more minutes, or I can be like, all right, I can take a break. What's up? But like when I'm typing full speed, well, are you listening? No, I mean just right now we're sitting here writing notes for the show, and she's like, "Did you write down everything I said?" I
0: was like, "Reading." I was like, write. "No," I said, I,
1: "I'm I'm reading myself. How am I? How do you want me to come here and write things down? Like this is not going. This is not going to work. Like I'm 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 on my one task. I'm not good at that. I've admitted it and I've said it. And again, I don't feel bad.
0: I'm okay with that." On on some levels, and then not on others.
1: (laughs) On most levels, you're not. When it comes to you talking, expressing yourself, anything like that, you're like,
0: stop it, pay attention, all eyes on me. Yeah, because I don't do that as much. (laughs) I've been working on doing it a lot more. But if I'm having a quote-unquote vulnerable moment, listen.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'll oh, listen, but you have you got hundreds of vulnerable moments a week. Damn it! Like son, I can't now I, I do. can't catch them all. But
0: remember when I used to keep my emotions inside? Did you prefer that?
1: No, I don't want you to keep your emotions <laughs> bottled up. All, all I'm saying is, like, if you're having those moments, I want to listen. But if my brain is is focused on a task and I'm working on it, and you're having a vulnerable moment, and you know this is going to be vulnerable, like I'm going to need a little like, hey, this is a vulnerable moment. You don't have to say that. But I'm just gonna need a little, a little something. If you just go right in, like I'm not listening.
0: Why can't I say I need you to listen to this? Because then you'll be then, mad. Then,
1: no, I won't. I can listen. I can respond to that. It depends how you're gonna say it. I need you to listen to this, and you, and and if you know I'm in the middle of something important.
0: Okay, I'll just say I need to express my feelings. How about that? <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're so awkward. <laughs> I need, I need to it. express my feelings listen now okay yeah you're like a little kid I know. Like, you know a little kid wants attention they just cry hey you're the little kid Is says give me attention now
0: i'll say that sometimes yes and like i'll roll like you roll over and be like i need attention Or she'll be like
1: love me I'm like but what are you doing You are just like (laughs) your child.
0: I state things explicitly. That's why I asked you to do the same. You're not confused as to what I want in that moment. I know, but
1: (laughs) it's so ridiculous.
0: Hey, you know, I am who I am.
1: (laughs) You are so silly.
0: This weekend, we both kind of stayed away from the news. And I tell you, opening up social media and finally looking, I was a little shocked. How about you?
1: and shocked is an an understatement. I mean, this entire week was It's
0: not shocked, it's appalled. It, yeah, he it, said he was going to do the things it, he's doing.
1: It's just I mean for me we're we're a week into Trump's presidency and the amount of executive orders that he signed and the level of ridiculousness that these orders are. I mean specifically the the country brand, the ban building the Mexico wall, defunding Planned Parenthood, starting to that process. It's just I don't know, man. I have a, I have a lot of, I have a lot of issues with a lot of things right now, mm-hmm. a lot. And when I read the, I actually didn't read the news on at all on Friday. You know, I opened my phone, Saturday, opened Facebook, and I was just seeing all these articles. I was like, "What's happening?" And then I look and, and I see this travel ban, and and it's for me, it's, it's so disheartening. When we say, "Oh, we're extreme vetting, we want to protect our country," we're just in a place right now that is. It is just so incredibly alarming Mm -hmm. that we are that our country, that there's people here who have just are filled with so much ignorance and so much fear and are making extreme, ridiculous, unconscious decisions that affect hundreds of millions of people around the globe. And I just I just can't rock with it. I, I, I really I can't. I've been trying to find ways to articulate myself for the last. 48 hours ever since I've I've read the news and and I just I'm just sick I'm just genuinely sick to my stomach
0: I think that's also how I feel I just as each thing keeps rolling in I it's I feel deflated definitely deflated but also a little lost because it's there's so many issues rolling in rapidly that I don't know how to get organized and who do we get organized with? Like, what what steps do we take from here? You know, just last week was the Women's March and we're saying, okay, we need to come together as a people, everybody, not just, you know, don't be stuck on your form of oppression. And I still feel that way, but I'm like, oh my gosh, we all have issues right now. Like, we just need one huge thing <laughs> to attack all the issues. I I don't, I just don't know. There are people stuck at the airport on um yeah, around the country. They, yeah.
1: They're not they letting people in. Couldn't get in. It's so just I mean. <laughs> it's a shame. There's there's well, this is 2017 and we talk so much about you know, helping each other, reaching across the line. And, mm-hmm. and I understand that when you're the leader of the free world, you want to protect and make our country safer, and make our, our citizens feel safer. Yeah, he just has but such a skewed b- view. But, it, yeah, it's it's just, there's so many different ways we can go about and having this conversation, and, and to create an order that is you know, banning travel from seven countries, mm-hmm. all of whom have, or the majority of whom, have, uh, are, are heavily Muslim-based, you know, going out here and saying we're creating the wall, that's going to cost roughly 12 to $15 billion. And I love every time I talk to you know, people who voted for Trump, and the first thing they say, oh, he's going to cut your taxes. Oh, he's going to do this. It's always a money conversation. And I just look people dead in the face and said, if money is the only thing you care about, then I feel bad for your heart. Yeah. Hey, it's, it, it, it's not, it's, it's not a, a thing about, oh, I can have my taxes reduced. Yeah, hell, I don't like paying a lot of money towards taxes. I Nobody think you can go does. out and ask and pull 100% Americans, and 100% of Americans will say, hey, you know what, I don't like paying taxes either. But that's a part of the greater good of, of, of being a human, of caring and saying, yeah, I may not in full, I'm not in full support of how the government may use my tax dollars, but a, a, the privilege I have of being afforded to get up and go to work every single day and to be in a country that gives you unlimited opportunities, I'm willing to sacrifice X amount of dollars to go out and, and enjoy this, this privileged life. So w- when that conversation comes up, it's like, well, his taxes and money, and money, it's like th- that, that's become the problem. Our focus has become so centered on profits and revenue that we have lost everything that it comes to when it, when it comes to the matters of the heart, of caring for other people, of looking out for other people.
0: Humanity. It's straight
1: up. <laughs> I just finished reading this book called The Go-Giver, and I was gifted it by a young man who I love to bring on the show. And basically, the premise, the premise of this book is all about giving, and it talks about the five laws of stratospheric success. And everything is just based in people who put giving, put others before them, and how success has turned out in all those different instances. And just as I was, re- it was so fitting that I was reading this book at the time when all this nonsense happens. And so when, as I come and speak to you guys this morning, my heart is just... Displaced by the amount of hate, by the amount of ignorance, the amount of fear that is just literally ruining mm-hmm. our country, mm-hmm. ruining mm-hmm. our country.
0: Yeah, I think it's fair to say we're all at a loss. We're all angry. Well, not everyone. <laughs> not everyone is angry. Everyone should be angry, though. I, I am. I'm concerned for the integrity of our country. Um, it's starting to feel less and less like the land of the free. And uh, I don't know. I think I'm worried because I don't know what the future of our country looks like. I think people are so... Sometimes people think, well, these are the way things have been in my lifetime. And these are the way things are going to be. They don't look at history. And, and the reason that we teach history is because we don't want it to repeat itself. And right now, the patterns that we're seeing are... They're scary. They're, I mean terrifying like I'm I'm worried as a person of color as a woman um, as a human being because I am somebody who looks different I don't know what this presidency is going to look like for me and I I'm especially I'm concerned about that I can see him doing something that affects all people of color and it's not that people won't blink an eye but because he I mean, not that he hasn't already, but because he's building up to this. He's sound, signed countless executive orders already. Um, he's trying to reverse the Obama administration halt on the Dakota Access Pipeline. He's blocking uh, federal funding for, well, NGOs, Planned Parenthood, all that. So making abortions harder. Building the wall for Mexico. Or they're starting to, the plan for that. I don't know. Do you think that's going to go through? It's hard to say. You can't say, "Oh, this isn't gonna happen." There's no way to say that anymore. I mean, I really never felt that way to begin with, but I, this is a wake up call. I it's
1: it's more than a wake up uh, call. But yeah. that that's the problem is that we sit up here and say that this is a wake up call. It's like we saw this coming. I mean, we
0: were already awake. Like, yeah. And, and
1: then there's people saying, like, "Oh, did I vote for the wrong person?" Like, yes. are, you, are you? Yes, you did. Are you dumb as hell? Yeah. Like, is, is is the sky blue?
0: Have you heard anyone say that? I mean, granted, I don't really know people who voted for Trump, but I don't know if if Trump supporters are there yet. If they're I don't know what it's going to take for them because they kind of have a blind loyalty.
1: That is exactly what it is. It's a a blind loyalty. And when fear becomes your primary motivation for decision making, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: that is when we become in trouble. And when people have fears that are based out of ignorance, it becomes even more dangerous. Right, and that's where we where we are at. There are millions of people who are just blinded by fear and ignorance, and it's just say, like, okay, well, this man speaks my language, so I'm just going to go, and I don't care what happens, who it affects. This is our leader. This is our president. You must support him. And it's just like I, this. I get at some point you got to you're, you're conscious. Your heart has to open up at some point. And if it doesn't then, and you're a robot, then, hey, you're, you're a robot and, and we don't need to talk. We don't need to be friends. You can delete me off of Facebook. You can unfollow me on Twitter. You can unfollow and unsubscribe from this podcast. It, 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 it doesn't hurt me because when, when, when those type of people are out here you know, making these decisions and, 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 su- and actively supporting these decisions, it it's it's very very concerning. I can only imagine what President Barack Obama is just sitting back and and what he's feeling. It's like man, all this work that we've done, and a week later, just look at it. the the reverse effect started to take place.
0: Well, and I also feel like Trump entered into office thinking, I have all these plans, all these ideas, and I'm just going to do them. Like, I don't think he's really thought about the actual repercussions. He's just, he's approaching it kind of like a business. Like, he's, and I don't think he's out of, well, even in business, you think about the domino effect. Like, but we're people. We're not we're not numbers. We're we're people. We are human beings. Our needs are different. We have feelings. We have lives. You can't treat us like numbers. Like, okay, let's crunch this down and make this more effective. But meanwhile, you're holding people's family members at the airport. Like, they're not just a number. They're a human being.
1: It It's so ironic that you said that. Another book that I just finished reading last week was called Leaders Eat Last by Simon Sinek. And in this book, and it was towards the the end of the book he was talking about you know, how our corporate culture has changed and how Ronald Reagan I believe it was Ronald Reagan was the first to introduce layoffs when the air traffic controllers went on a strike and they he did something I I don't want to I don't want to misstate the the context of it but ended up laying off you know, thousands of workers who were on strike and work continued and when people saw that, it was like, okay, well, you know, layoffs are are part of an everyday norm. We can do this to save X mm-hmm. amount of dollars. Mm-hmm. And we was talking about how our corporate culture shifted from one that was focused on serving and caring the people that you know, we make this product and we want to create a good product that is beneficial to our consumers. And we genuinely care about what our consumers say and creating that, that, that nice ebb and flow between the product and the consumer, the business and the consumer, and how now it is just fully switched to numbers. We're just looking at, all right, well, how can we get this line item up to here? How can we get this line item up to there? And if not, we're going to move this. And to solve that little short-term thing, we can expend all these people, hundreds of thousands of people. And the
0: result of that is distrust. And
1: it's exactly what it is. And that's where you're at now. If we look at the corporate landscape, I mean, everyone's there you know, five years, the loyalty just doesn't exist anymore because we have shifted into this number component. And he harped on that, the author, Simon Sinek, a lot throughout this book. And that really is what's happening is we have replaced human emotion, human interaction, replaced all of that. with like, okay, well, this number's here, this number's here, and we're just moving the line. There was also an interesting study in the book that looked at how people just blindly trust and he pulled it back to you know, how did the holocaust happen like, there was no way just a few government leaders in nazi germany could have made this happen so he's like, how did millions of people allow this to happen and, and kind of not blink an eye mm-hmm. so they set up a really unique study and i'll go look and, and find the link and, and put it in the notes below but it just goes to show is that how people just will blindly trust even if they know it's wrong mm-hmm. they're just gonna be like okay well so and so told me, so this is what I'm going to do, and it's like we've just we just turn off that 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 human feeling inside, even if we know it's wrong, just because someone above us or our leader said this is the right thing to do.
0: Right, and I wonder if it's that thing where if it's fear of uh, and it's self-preservation, right? Well, if I don't do this thing, then maybe they'll do this thing to me. So maybe it's better if I do the thing to that person instead of it being done to me. Could, I wonder if that's part of it, too.
1: It could be. I mean, there's a there's a
0: but the, again, there's a disassociation, a complete. Yeah.
1: And that's where, you know, where, where I sit here and we were talking this morning. Like, you know, how do we how do we come in and, and, and talk about this subject? And for me, it, it, it's hard to talk about something that to me seems so common sense.
0: Yeah, this doesn't even seem like it should be a real conversation we're having. It it, it de- <laughs> yeah. it's like
1: uh, like this is really what we're doing, and people think this is okay. Like this yeah. this is the right answer. Mm-hmm. Like, so how do you how do you articulate something that you just seem like that is so obvious, like one plus one equals two, and you're trying to dispute that it doesn't. And I'm like, well, what what do you mean? Like <laughs> it's one plus one, it, it equals two. Mm-hmm. So it, it just seems like that is it, it, like this is so sensibly and so clear that this is wrong. On so many different levels, yet this is happening, and people are just going on about their days. Like mm-hmm. uh, mm, this doesn't apply to me. I'm not going to say anything. It doesn't affect me. I'm just going to turn a blind eye, and that's when that's when things happen. Yeah. When yes, something negatively may may happen, and it doesn't directly affect you, but if you just turn a blind eye and pretend like mm, nothing's happening, that's how these mass crises can happen.
0: Yeah, I'm right there with you. Uh, To our Muslim brothers and sisters, we love you. We're sorry that this is happening. We are going to figure out a way to fight back uh, with you and for you.
1: I just challenge all of you to to just open your heart a little bit. And it's sad that we even have to to say that. But I just, I encourage all of you guys this week to just really take a, a, a step back. To just stay take a step back and, and look around and really understand and digest what's happening. Hundreds of millions of people are being affected by the executive orders that are being signed by our sitting president. And not just the travel ban. I'm I'm looking across all the executive orders that, that has been signed. Is that this is a serious issue that we that, that, that we have to face. They're all oppressors. And we have to be willing to fight back. Like, mm-hmm. We have to. And we can't just sit here and, and be silent and not talk about it and pretend that hey, everything is fine and I'm just going to sit here and, 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 and be quiet. It's like we we can't. I just saw it open on Facebook and something was trending saying, that you know, throw away a no small talk party. And we have to have conversations and then beyond the conversations we have to go into action. And I just, I, my heart hurts. My heart hurts for our country. It hurts for our community. And I, and I truly just pray that, that people will, will, will be willing to, to take a step back and know you know what maybe something's not right i may not know the words to say i may not know the, the actions or the steps to take but i just want to be receptive and help and I, I so i just challenge you guys to, to, to not make it all about you and find a way that you can help.
0: Well, hopefully next week we'll have some wonderful news. I mean, things are still good, too, but we just have some things that we need to address as a country. There are still plenty of wonderful things, and I don't want to just focus on the downfall. We need to focus on things that are, are are succeeding and thriving that are good for the country as well. But it's just been a couple of weeks of doozies. Yeah. I need the next four years to not be like this. <laughs>
1: For sure. I mean, and, that, and, that, and that's the hope. You know, that's the, the plan. But if, if enough people are willing to, to make enough noise, yeah. we have the power to, to move the needle on, right. on different, we the people. different subjects. And thanks to that hope, that's what happens. But mm-hmm. okay. well, Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Married Millennials. As always, be sure to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, and now Google Play. And, of course, share it with your friends. And as always, let's keep the conversation going online. Head over to our website, lovejays.com, and you will see all of our social media icons right there at the top of the page.
0: Thanks again, and we'll see you next Tuesday.